Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sales for Introverts podcast. Good morning or good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And man, I've been away for a little bit, a few weeks. I'm sorry, I apologize. I had some stuff going on. We had a lot of stuff going on recently. I'll fill you in on that here in just a second. But going forward, we should get back to our regularly scheduled programming, so to speak. And you'll be hearing from me every week or every other week, something like that. I've got a lot of stuff scheduled to record and to get out to you. So if you're hanging in there, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. That way it will give you a notification every time there is a new episode. All right, so what all's been going on with me? Well, a few things. It doesn't matter what time of year you listen to, but right now where I'm recording this, uh, it's just the first of the year. So we just got through all the holidays and all the introvert times that we uh, cringe because we have to get together with people and maybe people you don't want to or or whatever. But for me, that was a time that I do appreciate. And I love slowing down. And I love getting together with close family and friends and even some family and friends that are not so close. You know, that's just part of it. That's fine. But for me, what what I struggle with is... All right, well, you've been with around them for a long time, and there's not any time for really you to go take a break anywhere, to go hide, (laughs) or to have like those couple hours to yourself in a day that you might normally have, uh, you don't get. And all of a sudden, when you're up in the morning making your coffee, there's somebody right in your face. Or when it's the very end of the night and you're normally kind of winding down, you got to wind down with other people in the room right before you go to bed. So... That, in some ways, is a tax on our energy, and not to sound like the Grinch or whatever, but I'm just telling the truth. I mean, come on. That's why you guys listen to me, because I'm going to tell you the truth. So, that is uh, that was some interesting part of our holidays there, of course. But if you've listened to me at all, then you know that there is just a fun irony behind being an introvert. And you know that that's just one of the things that we have to laugh about. Sure, yeah, it does drain us a little bit, but it's also kind of funny just because you're self-aware. Hey, that's the first step to being a great introverted salesperson or being a great introvert in general. I mean, I mean anybody, actually. I mean, as long, when you can get to the point of being self-aware and understanding yourself, then you are priming the pump to succeed and start moving in the right direction. A couple other things have been going on as well. Besides that, we are expecting to have another baby, personal news. So that's going to happen in a few weeks. That's why I got to get some of these recordings done. Got to get some stuff scheduled here. So we're getting ready for that as well. Work-wise, as far as sales for introverts go, we recently moved our website to a new platform and we kind of made some upgrades to the website at salesforintroverts.com. So if it's been a hot second since you have been there, please go check it out. I moved my website, my course, everything I have over to a new platform. So it's got a little bit of a sleeker look. The videos perform a little bit better. You can watch the videos right on my website. And don't have to worry about all the hosting and all that kind of stuff. So shout out to them. However, my website was down for like a week. So if you guys thought I went out of business or something, then sorry about that. Hopefully all of that is resolved now. And I just checked and we seem to be good to go. So and then during my day job stuff, the supply chain is miserable right now. And it probably will 
continue to be miserable for the rest of this year. And it just really stinks for anybody that sells a physical product that comes from anywhere. I can't go to the next town over and get a manufacturer to give me a product because they can't get it. It doesn't matter if it comes from China or if it comes from some little podunk town outside of where you live. Things are just really hard to get right now. And so people like me that sell physical products, some services, but mostly physical products for a living, I'm having to bend over backwards and do things three to four times harder than I used to just to get the same amount of revenue sales. And if you work in an industry like I do, or you have to do similar things, number one, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. You're sticking it out. You know you have to. Hey, that's how we earn our paychecks. But number two, you need to make sure that your executives and your bosses and your managers understand that. And I know that they do to some extent, but how much has your job been affected? You know, they need to know that. And I've been a pretty vocal on that front. And honestly, I got some surprising feedback because some people did know that things kind of suck right now. But on the, on the other hand, they didn't know to what extent. So this is just for free here, but you should create a little inventory of, of stories and experiences that you can share with your management team so that they know this is how challenging things are and either, hey, I just need a pat on the back, I need to talk off the ledge, or I need some more help, whatever you see fit. So good luck with that. Hopefully, next time you hear from me, things try to start improving a little bit. Just little minor improvements. That's all I'm asking for. Not a slippery slide back downhill, which seems to be happening every single day I go to work. That makes it tough. But I am hopeful that the human spirit of resiliency will come through and everybody around the supply chain starts to pitch in. Maybe doesn't get as greedy as they are so we can try to get some of this inflation curbed down because it's a mess. I'll get off of my soapbox now. So we're going to dive into today's topic, which is probably the reason that you clicked on this podcast in the first place. It is true that in all of my sales jobs, I've found success. Okay. I'm an introvert, 100% through and through, but I went through some struggles and in each job position that I've been in, I have found success. Now, my most success was in the job that I'm in right now in which I took a sales territory and essentially 20X'd it. And what I mean by that is annually. So if a territory is generating... $1,000 a month, it is now generating $20,000 a month. And you can multiply that out for a yearly basis. This is on an annual repeat basis. So it's not, yeah, not one time deal. This is what it generates. So I 20x my current sales territory. And let's talk about what I did to do that. 
So I'm going to take a sip of my buy drink here, this Zambia Bing Cherry for only 10 calories. And maybe if I start mentioning name brands, they'll start to <laughs> support the podcast out. But uh, I'm going to take a sip of that and let's dive in, I'll tell you. The reason that I'm bringing this up in the first place is because people have asked me to. I don't like talking about myself. I do not like self-promotion. I do not really care about gossip or broadcasting personal information, first of all. But I don't, as I said, I don't care so much what people think about me. But Because I do. I mean, I want to be respectful and I want want to be generous and, and, and kind to others. But beyond that, it, my business is my business and your business is your business. I'm not worried about what you're making per year as long as you're you're getting paid fairly and whatever. So, but I had some feedback recently in this realm of sales for introverts to for people to say, "Listen, Mark, it's great that you're that you're an introvert doing sales. That's nice. But are you like any good at it? Do you just want me to to believe you and and have warm fuzzy feelings about being an introvert?" And I was like, "Well, sure, but Actually, I, I mean, I have had a lot of sales success, and I've I've grown territories, and I've done this and that, and this and that. And so, as soon as I started telling them about my business success and and monetary and and actual you know measurable numbers, they're like, "Wow, my opinion of you just completely changed." So, uh, that's my disclaimer, as it were, and I don't really have a choice but to tell you some about what I've been able to do in my career now, okay? Which is fine, and I'll gladly publicize all this stuff because you have a right to know. If you're in my orbit and you are an introvert in in some kind of sales capacity, like I keep telling you, hey, you can do good at this. You can succeed. Well, here's how you can succeed, and here's here's the extent of which is possible for you because it's possible for me. And I think that you can succeed far beyond this. And so am I. I mean, my territory is still growing today. And so is my team, which is another cool part of that. But we will touch on that here in just a minute. So anyways, I do hate drawing attention to myself as an introvert, but there's just things that you got to know. There comes at a time and place to make all of that public. Ugh, I hate it, but I got to do it. So at this point, you might be asking the same questions. What's so great about Mark? Why would you listen to me in the first place? Fair questions. Here's two key reasons. Number one, I already told you that I did 20x my current sales territory. The previous job that I worked for at six years, I've been working at this current company for about seven years, by the way, or eight years now, I guess. But the previous company I worked for about six years, I think I 7x that one. And then my job before that was in retail. And that was less about sales numbers and more about skills that I developed. So I also consider that a win. That's reason number one. Reason number two is that I did it as an introvert, which is key. And I don't want you to overlook that fact. It's that point that's most impressive to me. But I was chatting with other folks and they said it was the 20x growth that turned their eye. Of course, both are things to be celebrated. And if you're a sales manager, you're like, yeah, give me the 20x. I don't care what you're like. You know, I'm happy. You're happy with your happy personality. Give me that 20x. All right, so in case you didn't know, here's kind of what I do for a living. I do work in the construction industry. I don't think that's that detail is very important, I, but I sell materials and services 
And uh, while I do work in the construction industry, I have kind of a hybrid inside-outside sales positions. When a particular project comes up, I put together a proposal for it, and I submit my bid for them, and sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. Probably sounds a lot like your sales job. You probably put together proposals, you're out there hunting for new opportunities, you throw your number out there, you've got two or three different competitors, uh, sometimes 10 different competitors in the mix, some people win, some people don't. Now, that's a bid-based format, but also there's repeat business, there's program setup business where you go in and you kind of finagle with numbers every now and then and you find new products that your customers can stock or sell or whatever. I'm very much a B2B type situation and love that format as compared to B2C. We'll talk about that in another video, but that's B2B is pretty much what I do. Although that doesn't mean that I don't deal with people. I deal with people every single day. Trust me. I get the phone calls. I got the emails. I got the texts. goes all to my personal cell phone. So sometimes <laughs> sometimes work never turns off, but you got to find those boundaries. Hey, that's a great idea for another podcast. I'm going to write that down. But anyways, that's what I do. So when I inherited my sales territory, I just had like one and a half accounts and I I had to grow it. I had to grow or die or I was not going to get a paycheck. I, I had a little bit of a guarantee on a salary for a little while. We were flexible. Great company to work for that understands flexibility. Not many of them do. And sales territories take about a year, in my case, to develop. A whole year. And that seems... When you get your monthly reports, your weekly, weekly reports, and your revenue is terrible because it's in your first year, you know, that can be a little disheartening, but you've got to have it in the back of your mind and your leadership staff does too, that it takes a long time to develop this kind of stuff. So as long as your attitude's good and you're putting in the footwork, I mean, that's fine. So anyways, several things started falling into place for me. Some of it was stuff that I did. Some of it was stuff that I did not do. And so you're probably looking at me and saying, well, you're going to tell me you got lucky, kid. I mean, you just, you didn't do nothing about it, so you're not worth listening to. Actually, there there is some truth to that because, I mean, I didn't control all of the levers to help get to the growth, but if I tell you what they were, then you can make sure that you're in the same position too. You can go to the uh, people that do control those levers and get them going in your direction. From the start, do it today. So what were some of those indirect growth factors that I did not control exactly? Well, you, you've got to have growth factors in your company structure. Just like when you're growing up, your body has all these release valves and pliability and stuff. You know, your, your skull is not fully... What are the, what's the, not welded, seamed together. I can't remember what the word is. I've got little kids, so we talk about this kind of stuff. But you've got to have company support to grow. Do they even want to grow? Do they want to grow that much? You can probably take your payout structure and say, hey, I want to make $100,000 a year, for example. So how much do I have to sell to get to that point? Well, I've got to do four times what I'm doing today to make a hundred grand. Can my company even support that? 
Do we have the resources? Do we have the trucks? Do we have the payables department? Do we have the warehouse staff or whatever? And you can scribble that on a cocktail napkin and show it to your boss and be like, what's the deal? Or if you are the boss, I always gloss over this fact. If you are the boss, you got to do the homework to make sure. So many different small businesses, I, I think of like these little bakeries in town that where I live, there's a bunch of these tiny little like pop-up bakeries that my wife and her friends love to support, which is great. But like they scale and they scale fast. And that's talking about 20X. They 20X all the time when you get just some good product to put out there. Like this one person makes like cookie trays and people get them for showers and when somebody has a baby born, hopefully us soon, although I try not to eat so many sweets, I'm going to have to put that out there in the world. You can send me proteins, but that kind of stuff can blow up. Okay, well, what have you thought about what's going to happen when you get so many orders that you have to sit there Saturday and Sunday night in the, in the kitchen preparing all this stuff? Or do you have staff lined up to help you out? So the company has to have growth factors, and you're probably thinking, you know, duh, of course, Mark, we all knew that. Yeah, right. I worked in several different industries where they were not ready at all. So, for example, one of my companies just had two delivery trucks available for me, and they're telling me, hey, you should, we, we really want you to grow end over end, grow, grow five times, grow ten times. Okay. Well, the cart was way before the horse because I started selling a bunch of work. I started pounding the pavement, and all of a sudden, we literally have deliveries to get out that week and didn't have enough trucks. We didn't have enough infrastructure. So we had to scramble, which is fine if you have a plan to, to scramble you know, last minute, but I, I don't know if we did or not, and I'm not throwing stones at anybody. I, this was a long time ago, but that's an example. So before you grow, make sure that you can. I would sure love to be 6'10 and playing basketball right now, but I am stuck at the height that I am. I cannot grow, and I am terrible at basketball at this point. So if you want to be good, make sure that you can. And I also can never dunk. I tried to dunk. I don't know what the problem is with my legs, but it just didn't happen. So once again, if you're on your own, you should know what you're capable of, your resources, your time. Can you handle it? Do you want to? If you're in a thousand employee business, it's a whole other matter. Infrastructure, departments, etc. Everybody's got to be on board. And it's harder, in my opinion, for the bigger companies to deal with that, even though you might have a lot of infrastructure, once you start growing and asking other departments to do other things that they don't normally do, there might be some friction involved there. In my experience, though, luckily enough, our leadership team was on board and they did encourage me and other reps to shoot for the moon. Well, everybody, I think we're getting close to 20 minutes and that's about when I try to wrap these episodes up. I've got everything ready for you on the next episode to dive in even deeper into the things that I did and that I didn't do and some of the pieces that needed to fall in place for the 20X growth. We're going to talk about luck. We're going to talk about hard work. We're going to talk about hunting. All kinds of different things that fell into place for me 
that really set the ball on the tee so I could go up and smash it as hard as I could. So that's coming up next week. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you've gotten something out of this. And I know you'll get something out of the next one because we're really diving into the meat of the discussion there. So have a great rest of your day. And check us out at salesforintroverts.com in the intro. All right. Talk to you later.